Hello, it's Andrew May, and welcome to the Strive Stronger podcast, Bite Size Edition. This is where we take a clip from a previous podcast and we amplify it for you in a snack-sized format. So individual operating rhythm, there's five things, Ange. There's annual, quarterly, monthly, weekly, and daily. How do you go about designing those five things? If I'm working with an exec team, they get this on the annual operating rhythm, and then this works on, and you get this as well, for parents and, and even those of you working who don't have kids in your own immediate family, you'll understand the operating rhythm quarterly because we tend to work for 10 or 11 weeks, which is a school term, and then have a two-week break, which is school holidays. Organisations, especially publicly listed companies or large organisations with a board or governance structure, will have a quarterly reporting season. So your annual cycle is, I like to do this on an A3, print out and what are the themes of the months and the quarters. So, so you know, I take most of January off because I like to go hard. I think life is an extreme sport. So for me, February, around June, July and October is the normal running of the business and heaps of keynotes. So part of my annual operation operating rhythm, I know I'm going to just go really busy February, mid-year and October. So I, I gear myself up for those big months in my annual operating rhythm, and I'll take a bit of a break during a really busy month. So that, that's your annual rhythm. Your quarterly goes in cycles. And again, we do this, Ange, we have quarterly goals. So goals around products, goals around people, process. You love that, don't you? The process <laughs> and systems. Favorite. Promotion, which is marketing, and you need the pricing or the monies because you've got to have money coming in to run a business. Then monthly, you You'll have different themes, like I mentioned for me in keynote season. Uh, we know a lot of people in consulting firms and, and large organisations, the big banks, financial institutions, even some government departments. January is really quiet. So for your individual and organisational operating rhythm, it's a good natural drop in pulse. Now, the weekly operating rhythm, there's a thing called your weekly pulse. And we know from research on this, Monday mornings for most organisations and people is a flat spot. Friday afternoon's dead. You never go to risk in a large company on a Friday afternoon. They will just say no. They're tired and fatigued and they're wanting to get out the door. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays are better day for cognitive work, for processing work. So that's the weekly pulse. And then some of those habits we've got around the five big rocks help you bump up some of the productivity. Now, the big one that we haven't spoken about, but is your daily or old trading rhythm. Humans work in waves. So we know, Ange, we've been talking for a bit over an hour. We'll go for another probably 15, 20 minutes and you'll feel a natural dip in energy. That's your old trading rhythm. So we tend to roll for 90 to 100 minutes and drop a little bit. School, they know this. Kids get to school and they play before the bell and then they study for 90 minutes and then they have little lunch and then they study for a couple of hours and then they have big lunch and then they study and go home and have milky and then play. But we don't work that old trading rhythm into our day, especially with hybrid work. This is where the nerdy exercise physiologist in me gets excited sort of blending or having a love child with the coaching psychology student because you use physiology to help your brain and you use both of those to make you more productive. So overall an operating rhythm, you've got annual rhythm, I like the annual plan. We have that upstairs on the office. Quarterly focus, you'll have different monthly targets, have a weekly rhythm designed by your better week, and then work in rhythmic pulsing throughout the day and, and taking regular energy breaks. 
I really like how you put that together, Andrew. It's really a good way to look at your year, your quarter, your month, your week, and your day and plan and put in those things into your plan so that you have those moments where you recover, the moments where you work really hard so that you're pulsating throughout your uh, year or your month or your week and you're not just operating like a projector or a light and you're not always on so you're not burning out. And and I learned that from sport. So anyone listening to this who's had an involvement in sport or studies sport, watches sport, we call it periodization. So like in in NRL, we know the finals are in September and you're playing and training to be in the finals. And then you want everyone to go to another level up and then you have an off season. So you have time to recover. Around round 12, there's a natural break for state of origin, but it's a drop in intensity. So, you know, they don't say, let's play NRL for 24, it's 24 rounds with a break in the middle. And then there's a big off season, right? I learned this in track and field. As a runner, you want to be peaking in February and March when you've got the state championships and national titles if you qualify for that. So then the rest of your year, the whole winter is building a base. As you come into the early months of summer, you're building speed, you're starting to race. So there's a real focus in sport. And again, one of the things I saw with fresh eyes entering the corporate world later than most is why does everyone just run at a million miles an hour mm. every day? No plan, no warm-up, no structure. And that's why we see so much burnout. Mm. Well, that's why there's so much talk about the great resignation. Dr. Adam Grant, uh, the psychologist, leading psychologist, talks about the great resignation is not just COVID. It's been building for decades. So millennials are questioning, they saw their parents work, the exact opposite to what I'm talking about. No rhythm, large hours. They thought productivity hours worked. Uh, Some of those millennials either have seen mum and dad split up or they haven't had that real connection. I'm not doing that. And the millennials are questioning how, why, what do we do differently? Hey, it's Andrew, and we hope that you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to listen to the full episode or some of our other shows, you can find the Strive Stronger podcast in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. We have plenty more content covering all things high performance with world-class experts from a diverse range of fields. And if you would like to support the Strive Stronger podcast, subscribe and leave a comment and rating as we love the feedback.